You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, in the first reading, we are told the Lord again spoke to Abraham in a vision. He did this when the Lord called him in Genesis chapter 12. And today again, the Lord told Abraham, Have no fear, Abraham. I'm your shield. Your reward will be very great. Why this necessity of assuring Abraham that he was with him and that he will be his shield? We know that Abraham left Haran, his family city, and he went to Canaan. On arrival at Canaan, there was a famine. So he went to Egypt. At Egypt, Pharaoh took a liking to his wife. And to protect himself, he gave his wife to Pharaoh in order not to be harmed by him. Just saved from the clutch of Pharaoh, he was now back in Canaan. And then he had to face five tribal chiefs who had taken his nephew Lot away from the city of Sodom and all his possessions. And he had to fight with them to regain back his nephew and all his possessions. So life at Canaan was very risky. Life was unpredictable. And so we can understand how Abraham would have been worried as to how the promise of God could be fulfilled in him in generations to come. And furthermore, as Abraham told the Lord, I am childless, I have no descendants. So how could he be the father of generations to come? My dear brothers and sisters, life for us is similar to that of Abraham. Life is always complex. It's a mystery. There are many things not within our control. Many tragedies happen in our life. And when we face these tragedies, we begin to wonder whether God is with us. We face all kinds of oppositions from within or without. And so indeed, living this life is a very challenging journey that we have to take. Today in the gospel, Jesus warns us of false prophets who come to us disguised as sheep, but underneath are ravenous wolves. Again, things are not so obvious. We do not know who are our real friends, who are our real enemies. Sometimes our real friends are our greatest enemies. Because 
they appear to be nice to us, to be good to us. But behind our back, they are damaging our name. They are slandering us. And sometimes we think our enemies are bad people, but actually, they are good. So sometimes in life, very difficult to tell who are our true friends and enemies. Who are the true leaders that will lead us to greener pasture, to life and not to death. And this is very complex today. In the world of relativism, in the world of reason, so to speak. Today we have all kinds of voices in the world, and they articulate themselves so well, so convincingly, that sometimes even the wisdom of the gospel, the wisdom of the church, appears to be foolish in the eyes of the world. Today the world argues very convincingly why abortion, for example, should be allowed. Because the mother must have a right over her body to decide what she wants to do with her body. And therefore, if she doesn't want the child, she should have the right to dispose of it. Whether the child is alive or not, whether it is truly a human being, that's not important. The personal right, personal right of the mother over the body. It's not because of selfishness. Or sometimes today we also advocate euthanasia. In the name of compassion, why do we want to allow all these people to suffer? Again, you know, whether it's a question of freedom of speech, say what you want and confuse everybody. doesn't have to be true. You don't have to verify what we say. Everybody must be free to speak his mind, and what is in his heart. And so all these arguments of the world sometimes can be so convincing that many of us, we buy them. And yet today in the gospel, Jesus wants us to be prudent. But Jesus seems to contradict himself because yesterday he just told us we should not judge. Now we have to judge. Is there a contradiction? Of course not. We cannot judge the personal motives of people. That is what we are not allowed. We are not allowed to judge the conscience of people. Only God knows the conscience of the individual. But we are called to make objective judgment based on external situation, based on the fruits. As the Lord tells us in the Gospel, a sound tree produces good fruit, a rotten tree that fruit. But having said that, even to judge the fruits is not a simple task. That is why you look at the world today, the signs are so ambiguous that we do not know whether it is a good thing or a bad thing. All the policies of governments in the world, pragmatic policies, seems to be good for the good of the people in the long run, because with a lack of with the lack of foresight, we will bring 
consequences, disastrous consequences to humanity. But then it's okay, because by the time when it comes, the present set of leaders are no longer around to face the consequences. Uh, it is a future humanity that will have paid the price for the foolish and short-sighted policies that often governments make all over the world because they don't have the courage to stand up to the truth. And most of all, to be wise. And that is why today in the gospel, Jesus said, can people pick grapes from thorns or figs from thistles? Some of you do not know the example here. What thorns? This refers to the buck thorn in the desert, where they bear blackberries that look like grapes. So that's why it's very difficult to distinguish between the grapes and the buck thorns. Or figs from thistle. Thistles in the desert from far produce a kind of flower that looks like fig. But they are not. So how do we distinguish? So it's very important that in the area of discernment, again, we need to be shielded by love. The fruits that Jesus speaks about in today's gospel refers to the fruits of the Spirit that St. Paul will speak later in Galatians 5.22. These fruits must, so to speak, agree with one another, complement each other. These fruits must be lasting in order to be fruits of the Spirit. So St. Paul tells us in Galatians 5.22, if this is a true fruit, you know that something is good. You bring joy, peace, love, unity, generosity, kindness, fortitude, and so on. The fruits are not good. You just look at yourself. Ask yourself today, the policies of the world, it brings division, disunity, it brings licentiousness, quarrels, slanders, then these are not the fruits of the Spirit. And so the shield of love is very important in order to help us to continue to make this journey of faith in life. But the shield of love needs to be complemented by the shield of faith. And that is why today, again, the Lord spoke to Abraham to assure him to strengthen his faith. That is why Abraham asked God, I'm childless. And he says, you do not worry. I will make you great. And how? There was a covenant. The Holocaust was burned up as a sign of God's love. So the shield of love should lead to the shield of faith. It is only in love that we learn a person grows in trust for us. There are so many relationships, you know, beautiful relationships turn sour after some time. Because why? Spouse take each other for granted. Children take each, their parents for granted. When there are no more signs of love, tokens of assurance of love, when we no longer affirm people, show appreciation for what they do, after some time we wonder, do they care at all? And this is where 
trust is broken. So the shield of faith and the shield of love must always go together. It is only when these go together, then faith will protect love. Because ultimately, love will also protect faith. And so we pray, my dear brothers and sisters, that we can truly respond to God's invitation to bear the fruits of love so that we can be strengthened in our faith in God and in each other. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.